Welcome to another episode of Heroes and, a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and Elizabeth Banks looking especially evil as Rita Repulsa. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And today we're talking about Heroes and Top 5 Life Lessons. Now, the concept for this episode is pretty simple. You guys are pretty familiar with our Top 5 uh, you know, we just list our top five, whatever the subject is, the topic is. Uh, but with this one, uh, we've kind of made references before about this on previous episodes. But certain movies or video games or TV shows, um, they have a bigger impact on our lives than we would really, we ever thought they would mm-hmm. or even anticipate it. To the point that we are learning a legitimate life lesson from this, you know, piece of, of fiction that we're watching or reading or whatever it may be. So um, that's exactly where this list, this episode is going to be about. It's just Cody and I going back and forth and just listing off our top five biggest life lessons that we have learned over the years from, you know, from all types of media. Um, so, Cody, are you ready? I'm always ready, bro. Always ready. I love it. Always ready. I'm ready. Cody, why don't you uh, kick us off, man? I would love to, Andy. Uh, My first life lesson comes from Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Okay. Uh, So talking about the movie here, uh, it it comes from the climax of the movie, uh, you know, as uh, as the Death Eaters and uh, and, and Voldemort's crew are attacking Hogwarts. Mm Mm-hmm. Lupin is, you know, he he goes up to to the top of one of the towers and he says uh, to the character that's with him, he says, it is the quality of one's convictions that determines success, not the number of followers, speaking to the fact that there are, that that Voldemort's, you know, army Mm -hmm. uh, outnumbers those that are ready to defend Hogwarts, you know, by a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I appreciate the lesson being that it, it is ultimately... You know, it, and it, I guess it's kind of a, a simple concept ultimately, but it's a good triumphs over evil. Mm-hmm. You know, and that uh, that ultimately we, you know, it, we're, it we should be not concerned with going up against the bigger, you know, going up against a bigger guy or or more enemies, because ultimately it doesn't matter what uh, you know who's coming down against us or how many are coming down against us, as long as our hearts in the right place. Yeah, man, for sure. I, I mean. This, again, you guys know, the listeners know by now, I haven't read the books, I've only seen the movies, but man, you get such a really good picture of, of good and evil in, in this franchise uh, with Harry Potter and then with, you know, um, you know he who, we, we may not say his name. Listen, with, you, know, you can say his name. You I, I, can, we, can we say it now? Yeah, so, you know, between Harry Potter and, and, and Voldemort, and so um, it really is a great picture of good and evil, and so... Yeah, there. I mean, I can. I would imagine that that whole run of books and movies that there are countless, you know, really, really good fundamental, you know, qualities and values to pick up from. You know, of mm-hmm. you know, you're having you know the the worth in friendship and the worth of love, and then like you said with this one, you know, really standing by your convictions for yeah. sure. And we like throughout the all of those movies, we see that most of the time. It's Harry, Ron, and Hermione, mm-hmm. you know, outnumbered, or at least you know, like they're facing up against a giant snake, or they're facing up against a three-headed dog. You yeah, know? and and it's very clear that they probably shouldn't make it out of the situation, but uh, but you know they're on the side of good and they're on the side of what's right, and so ultimately, I think you know 
they always they always triumph over evil, you know. Yeah. Uh, and ultimately, Voldemort loses. Sorry to spoil that for you guys. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, and you... I, yeah, I guess, <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should just go ahead and say, just to be safe, may, potential spoiler alert on <laughs> on the stuff that we're gonna say. Um, but yeah, that's a good one, man. So your first one again is from where? It's from Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. It is the quality of one's convictions that determines success, not the number of followers. Also, there's a funny like when he says that. Uh, somebody asks him like, "Who who said that? Like, whose line is that?" And he's like, "Mine." Because Lupin's a boss. <laughs> he just, he's he a just bo- claims He's a it. werewolf and he's a boss. So <laughs> That's awesome. Name it and claim it. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, I'll go I'll go uh, for my first one now. Um, this one I know I've said it uh, and this one still has weight uh, in my life and it, it, even more now than ever before. Uh, but this one is not it's not a quote necessarily uh, from a movie, but it's just some it's just something that um, is a common thread in, in, in two movies. And that's uh, the movie is uh, Cloverfield, uh, the one that came came out in oh seven, oh seven, oh eight, and then uh, also in Super Eight. And I I think why it's so interesting to me that this life lesson is in both of those movies is they're both JJ, you know JJ Abrams, mm-hmm. um, and, and the life lesson there is you gotta go back for the girl, you just gotta go back for the girl. Yeah. Um, and both of those movies came out, uh, when I watched them, I was in, um, some form of a dating relationship or speaking to someone, talking to a, you know, a, a, a lady, a pretty lady. And at that None time, measure up to Brittany though. It was Brittany, both, oh, okay. and both, both I'm of those. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It no. was Brittany. Ultimately she became my wife. Yes. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> I like it. Uh, but I was, um, it, so when I saw those movies, um, I was just talking, beginning to talk to my wife, and we were dating at, when when Super Eight came out later on, and the the lesson there is you you know you got to go back for the girl, and and in Cloverfield that one I think it's even the lesson there is is even more serious. Yeah. In that movie, it's there's an alien invasion in New York. No one knows what the heck is happening. And you're just following a a group of friends and two of the friends are, you know, were romantically involved. And, um, you know, at one point in the night, as right before the alien invasion happens, uh, the girl leaves and she goes back home. She goes back to her place. And then she kind of separates, you know, separates from the group. Alien invasion happens. There now, now the group is trying to get themselves to uh, a safe place, you know, get uh, and fly off of the island, fly off of New York City. Um, but the guy is committed. He doesn't care that he may die. He doesn't care that he may not catch a plane, a helicopter, um, you know, off the island. He wants he wants to go back for her. And f- I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me kind of making a bigger deal than what it was intended to be. Um, but in Cloverfield, I just really saw the um, i guess the risk involved and ultimately this character really potentially paying uh, his you know paying his paying it with his life you know to save the girl and and the same it was super eight the guy the little boy goes back for the girl and uh for some reason it doesn't feel as serious as in cloverfield but it's still there like that notion that lesson is still there yeah, like I, I think you've mentioned it before in Super Eight, where the the boy says, "I'm just trying my best to save you," yeah. or you know something to that effect. Yeah, and I think that I think that that is a life lesson that uh, 
that guys are like I don't know if we're necessarily instilled with that you know from like you know the throughout our our growing years yeah. and our formative years but I think that that's definitely something that we see as guys comes up over and over again I would even argue that uh, that that happens in the Force Awakens yeah with between Finn, Finn and yeah, Ray because yeah. remember Finn's ready to leave mm-hmm. you know he's ready to he's ready to dip out and try to get as far from Jakku yeah you know because why does everybody want to go back to Jakku he's yeah, trying to exactly. get as far out as possible and then Ray gets taken and he's like no I have to go back I have to go back for Ray and so yeah. uh, maybe this is just something that J.J. Abrams really wants us to know but I do think that it's something that's worth mentioning, and I think that it it speaks to the value of uh, of relationships, and, yeah. You know, and ultimately companionship. Yeah, man. I really, I again, I uh, I love it the way you see it in Cloverfield, the way you see it in Super Eight, and you know that quote, man. I it gets me every time. Like I, I just get almost like super excited right before the little boy says it, and he's like, when she kind of wakes up from you know her being captured by this another alien, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know she's like, what you know what happened? And he says that you know I'm just trying my best to save you. And at the end of the day, I, I, it, it, that's I feel like as like you said, Cody, as as a man, we're just no matter how we get that instilled within us it's something i think you know as a guy as a man we're just trying to to you know protect our loved ones and the, you know the ones that we're in relationships with and so um i really love it that's a huge life le- life lesson for me especially now that i'm a husband it's just now you know that that price just increased you know tremendously and it's just now it's um, all the chips are in. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but that's my first life lesson. Um, again, it's from Cloverfield and super eight and that's, uh, you got to go back for the girl, man. So, uh, Cody, how about you, man? What's your second one? My next one, uh, comes from the dark Knight rises. Oh my gosh. This is one of two movies. Uh, I guess, well, three moments, I think in movies that have made me cry. <laughs> yes. This, this particular lesson comes from, but, uh, uh, so spoiler alert for Dark Knight Rises if you haven't seen it, but uh, there's a moment where, uh, you know, Alfred is no longer okay with Batman or, you know, with Bruce Wayne's actions. Mm-hmm. And he tells Bruce Wayne that he is going to leave him yeah. uh, in, in that Batman's ultimately going to be on his own. He's not mm-hmm. going to have the support of, of Alfred, you know, mm-hmm. uh, who's been there throughout all of this. Yeah. And ultimately, throughout all of Bruce Wayne's Bruce Wayne's life, mm-hmm. um, and Alfred, you know, in the conversation they're having, Alfred says, "Maybe it's time we stop trying to outsmart the truth and let it have its day." Uh, and I think, you know, so many times throughout our lives, we see that, you know, we we lie to to try and correct things, or we lie whether it's covering something up, you know, or or trying to make someone feel better, mm-hmm. whatever it is, uh, you know, we we lie to. Uh, you know, to make the truth because we think the truth isn't bearable. Yeah. You know, and that the truth can't be handled. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, every time that we see that, you know, and every time that I've seen it in my life or done that in my life, uh, the you know, the truth always, you know, one comes out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just a t- it's just it's a, just, a countdown. Yeah. It's just a, it's a time bomb. <laughs> ultimately, exactly. it's always gonna. It always makes its way into the light. You yeah. Know? Uh, the things that you know, the things that we do in the dark, yeah. you know, it all comes out in the wash, I guess, you know, or it all comes up eventually. And so, uh, but then also the the lie, in, you know, and trying to cover something up, that and then for the truth to be found out, always ultimately ends up in more pain uh, for whoever we're lying to, you mm-hmm. know. And and that's the case, you know, that's kind of what we see even in uh, in the Dark Knight Rises, because 
in, in this case, Alfred's keeping a secret from, you know, he keeps a secret from Bruce Wayne um, regarding uh, regarding Rachel. Yeah. And uh, and ultimately, you know, Bruce is like, like he can't really handle the this idea that, um, that you know, one, Alfred lied to him, and two, that Rachel was, you know, if you've seen the movie, you know that he didn't want, she didn't want to be with uh, Bruce. Yeah, the irony that in that second movie, Alfred was willing to lie to try to almost make the the to prevent Bruce from you know having to go through the pain of hearing mm-hmm. the truth. But then by this third movie, he's saying this line to Bruce of, "Hey, let, let's just let's just be real here. You yeah. know, eventually we just got to be able to accept the truth of our lives, of the, our situations, and you know, etc. Cetera, etc." Cetera. Um, I will. So I, this quote is a great quote, and the le- the life lesson here is amazing. I just kind of related to this, but not as serious. Um, Cody, the other day you you said this quote. <laughs> I, I, I do, I do remember. So uh, Mel, who has been on the podcast before, yeah, um, you know, Melissa, she, she was just on the podcast she, last week, right? Right. Mm-hmm. She was, on, you know, on talking about Walking Dead last week. Um, there was a moment where uh, Andy and Per were together, and I walked in. And Andy, what did you say? To, what were we talking about exactly? I don't know. We were just we were just hanging out, and I can't remember. Oh, I, I it was something related to work, and I you know something like it had silly work stuff, email stuff, and then it, it all it, like it wasn't all in context. Like yeah. it all made sense. Yeah, and you you ultimately that's right. Yeah, and you said uh, you said would you rather me lie to you? Yeah, or, you know would you rather me not you know like not tell you the truth mm-hmm. and, and just to make you feel better? <laughs> and then I said I said. Maybe it's time we stop trying to outsmart the truth and just let it have its day. And then Mel looked at me with a look that I don't know that I ever, <laughs> I don't know that Mel's ever looked at me with. And she was just, she was like like she looked at me like I didn't know Cody was that wise. <laughs> it was it was inc- it was incredible because I immediately cuz it was almost like a very drop the mic kind of thing like you I think that's how essentially how it happened like you kind of said it and then you started like you slowly backed away and, and you turned tone, around like when I said it my I made my I shifted my tone like yeah. we were kind of joking up until that but I kind of shifted my tone yes. to be very serious yeah so you said it you slowly backed away turned around and like the explosion <laughs> in Mel's mind happened in slow motion behind you but no but I immediately immediately as you were saying it I started i just completely ignored you i just like even though it made sense to like what we were saying in the conversation i just like blah 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 he's just quoting dark knight not the big deal i've seen the movie we've all seen the movie it's a great movie cody you're not doing anything here i get it you're not that cool and i'm like immediately i'm just like blah 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 right <laughs> just a being a jerk right but i i just i didn't even it didn't it didn't even phase me but like you said cody mel it just looks at you and her i i think her eyes were just kind of like why did she was just like that was genius like that was yeah, so like, wise and she and then I go when I saw her reaction you almost got mad it seemed like because you were like he's quoting a movie he's quoting a movie that's not an original yeah <laughs> that's exactly what I did I just completely like just burst in your bubble and I was like I looked at Mel I was like Mel, he's just quoting a Batman movie. Don't get played. He's just quoting a Batman. Don't think that like, he just came up with that like off the cuff, like right right here in the moment. And then like you turn around and you kind of start laughing and you're like, yeah, I'm quoting Dark Knight. I'm quoting Dark Knight Rises. And she was like, oh, I thought like, 
wow, like what a profound thing that you just said. And then later on, what's funny is that Mel and I were talking about it. She was like, it kind of makes sense. Like that quote, that line being so powerful and deep. It's like these, this movie had a team of writers. <laughs> so like, it made sense. A brain trust yeah. of people came together for this one line. Exactly. And so that's what she was like. It made sense like that I, you know, she was, she was talking that I was so blown away by it. If it just came from Cody, just boom, just like that, you know. So I, I just. That was really funny. It was great. It become like just the dropping lines in conversation is just like become one of my favorite things. Andy, you and I are already quoting Civil War and, <laughs> and, and the movie hasn't even come out yet because we're really at the end of the day we're just we're just a couple of misfit losers we're, we're just a bunch yeah it's great <laughs> but, man it's awesome but, so yeah that is my my second life lesson maybe it's time we stop trying to outsmart the truth and let it have its day andy what's your second one my second one comes from world war z and the the setup is, and the, really the the lifeline that I, I get from that movie comes from the line. It's, it's just a short line. It's just movement is life. Now the setup for that scene is uh, Brad Pitt has his family. They're in an apartment. They're mm-hmm. running away from these infected people, these zombies. We don't know what they are yet. And they kind of bunker down with another family, a, a Hispanic speaking, a Spanish speaking family. And um, they kind of stay with them for a few hours, but then, you know, they get a nap in, they eat some food, they drink some water, but then Brad Pitt is, is ready to get on the move again with his family. He's trying to communicate to the Spanish speaking family, hey, that, that movement is life. And mm-hmm. so uh, it obviously it's kind of absurd that I'm getting a life lesson from <laughs> um, a, a zombie apocalypse movie. Uh, but the idea and, and kind of what, what I get from that is in every aspect of, of your life that, um, you know, your day-to-day life movement is very, is very important. And movement is, is, is evidence that there's life there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just like, if you ever got to a point where you were stationary and you just weren't able to move, like that's, man, that's a tough, you know, that's a tough situation to be in or whatever. And taking in this consideration of with the movie, it's a, you know, this worldwide crisis, always being on the move is, is really beneficial. Always, you know, you're learning things, you're gathering information, you're gathering resources, you're, you know, being on the move is really crucial in that, in that situation. Does that make sense, CP? Like, yeah. I, I think like thinking that through and something, you know, a way I've kind of heard that idea said is that if you're not growing, you're dying. And I think that that, you know, kind yeah. of that kind of applies in in many aspects of our lives. Like you said, you know, if if in you know, it's if it's a physical journey, you know, like a literal journey, you mm-hmm. know. Um, especially in a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> you don't want to be held up, you know, like yeah. you don't like, you know, Brad Pitt is communicating that family. You don't want to be held up, you mm-hmm. know, and if, if you're not building up a, you know, either building a, up a defense or moving away, you know, from the, the conflict that you're in, yeah. um, you're dying, you know, and, uh, and the moving away and movement, movement is life. Yeah. And so I just, ever since I, uh, ever since I saw that movie, I'm now that I'm married and I've I kind of I've told Brittany that like, hey, babe, like if there's ever like not a zombie apocalypse, but it could happen. It, <laughs> it might. I, I, I'm sure. Some would say you got to start preparing now. <laughs> yeah. So some people might say that. 
but if there's ever like a, you know, we live in Florida. If there's ever a hurricane, some kind of, you know, natural disaster. Um, I've told Brittany, like, hey, if we ever get separated kind of everything, just keep on moving. Just kind of, you know, keep on moving towards the next hospital or the next medical center or whatever, you know, to get the resources that you need or whatever, you know, like, so we've kind of, I've, I don't know if she's going to stick with the plan or if she remembers that we've had <laughs> this, this conversation, you know, this conversation, that huddle uh, of the game plan. But, um, but yeah, you know, if anything happens, just keep on moving, keep on, you know, pressing forward, you know, and again, movement is life. So, uh, that's my, that's my second life lesson. Uh, CP man, what, what's your third one? My next one comes from the game Batman Arkham City. Yes. I'm pretty sure that I've mentioned it before, uh, but it comes from the Joker, which I think is just ironic to have a villain, you know, mm-hmm. uh, give you a life lesson. But uh, the lesson uh, or the, the quote that Joker says is, uh, well, here's the thing. Answers don't give you everlasting satisfaction. Sometimes you need to brace yourself for disappointment. Think about it. Imagine your favorite TV show. You've been through it all, the ups, the downs, the crazy coincidences, and then bang, they tell you what it's all about. Would you be happy? Does it make sense? And then he makes a little nod to Lost. Uh, but uh, So I think that line is awesome because uh, particularly the lesson of answers don't give you everlasting satisfaction. Because I think there's so many times throughout throughout my life that I've seen, you know, whether... You know, if someone is being giving me the whole truth, like like Alfred, Alfred would recommend, um, you know, telling the truth. There's a fine line there between knowing the truth and then having too much details, you know. And I think that like especially like I think of, of situations, you know, maybe particularly like a case where you're being either let go from. A company, mm-hmm. you know, being fired, or maybe you know, throughout uh, like a relationship, you know, breakup. Um, you you want to the the important detail is you don't have a job anymore, or we're no longer together. The the reasons for why, while I do think sometimes can be beneficial, you know, yeah. and can help you to become a better individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that there's a line there of being helping you to become a better person and just tearing you down and so it's just kind of an interesting dynamic i think of of knowing all the details and you know i I think there's so many times where you want to know all the details Mm -hmm. and you think if i know all the details well that will give me closure yeah and that will give me satisfaction and you know you you get all the details and then it ultimately doesn't yeah i think i think there's a i i agree with you cody that there is some truth to that statement and again it's ironic and it's kind of twisted that the Joker is the one saying it and that we're agreeing with something that this lunatic is saying in the video game. Um, I mean, really, it's Mark Hamill's Joker. That's just- <laughs> so we're agreeing. We're agreeing with Jet with, with Luke Jedi. Skywalker. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> we can trust him. No, but I, I I think there is some 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 truth to that. I will say that it is a little. It's, maybe the listeners are. Uh, caught this but it is a little um it can sound like there's some contradiction there between your your last two life lessons with Mm -hmm. the one with alfred saying that you know maybe it's time we stop trying to outsmart the truth and let it have its day Uh, a statement that's saying hey the truth is important and you need to let it take its course and then to come back on for this next life lesson to say literally to, back to back back to back have the Joker and saying hey sometimes answers don't give you everlasting satisfaction I I 
I, I think you you hit it right on the head that there is there's a line there where sometimes we do need to accept the truth mm-hmm. and accept the details of it, you know, that that come with it. Uh, and and kind of like what Alfred was saying in that. But there are other times that is it really necessary for you to get the the details of why you just got dumped? You know, like a girl just broke up with me. I don't know if I wanted to know exactly right. for reason one, reason two, reason three. Like, I you don't, don't think- want. I don't even know if I want to know how many reasons there are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, so it's just like again. I think they can sound like they're maybe going against each other, but. I think there's a fine line there, and I think both apply to different circumstances of your life. Yeah, I completely agree. It is the the irony is you know <laughs> one that they're both like that they're contradicting each other, and then two that they're both Batman things. One coming from Batman's biggest you know supporter, <laughs> and then the other coming from his biggest nemesis. Nem- yeah, yeah. It's just you know there's some irony there, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's my third life lesson: answers don't give you everlasting satisfaction. Sometimes you need to brace yourself for disappointment. Andy, what's your third one? Yeah, um, my third one, ironically, back to back to back, comes from a Batman. Bat to bat to bat. <laughs> We're going bat to bat. <laughs> we uh, For this one, uh, my number three life lesson comes from uh, The Dark Knight Rises. And uh, you guys know on the podcast, by, I, I think I've said it before, um, that third Dark Knight um, movie from the trilogy... Um, is my favorite one. I, I appreciate the conclusion to this epic story, the saga that we get with Bruce Wayne and Christian Bale's Batman and mm-hmm. all that. Um, so I appreciate the third one. And the line that I sticks out, and it's so good, is uh, it's Bane. And he's talking, it's like really the, f- not the first time they he encounters Batman, but it's the showdown. It's that scene where they're it's about the, to fight. the first big, you know, like moment where they're face, really face to face. Yeah. They had that short uh, encounter on the rooftop, but Batman um, flies away, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the line that Bane says in that scene is, peace has cost you your strength. Victory has defeated you. Now. Cody, I can't do the Bane. I, I try to do the Bane voice every now and then. <laughs> I, I don't think it's good enough to do it on the podcast. Cody, would you please do the honor? I, of, I don't uh, know. That, is it that good? I, I think it's it's better than mine. Okay. So by just by default <laughs> at that point, sorry, buddy. Your Bane <laughs> impression is better than mine. Okay. So you have to do it on the podcast. Uh, so uh, just try I will it. do my best. Uh, I will do my best. Peace has cost you your strength. Victory has defeated you. That's so good. How was it? How was it? See, I like, it was I feel like I hear it in my head so different good. than it actually is. I don't know how well that came through on the audio, but hopefully it came out really good. <laughs> but the, the life lesson there is really um, pride comes before the fall. Mm-hmm. And the idea here, gosh, that victory has defeated you. So at one point, you you started from the bottom <laughs> and, and now you're here, right? Yeah. And, and you've you've... Uh, you're victorious. You've made it. You're successful. In Batman's world, in this movie, he's put away the Joker. He's, I mean, everything is good, you know? Yeah. Um, he's put away thousands yeah. of criminals because of the Dent Act. Exactly. You know, the streets are clean. Every, there hasn't been crime. The biggest thing is over overdue books in the library, mm-hmm. you know? And so there you've made it to this point, but now because of your pride, because of maybe even letting your guard down, 
um, now you're at you're putting yourself in a in a position to be defeated, and that's what we see in that scene. Bane broke the bat, yeah. and it's a vicious. I mean that that fight scene. Every now and then, Cody, you and me, not necessarily when we're together, but just like you know, if you're at work, if I'm at work, if I'm just out, you know, I'll, <laughs> if I think of that fight scene. I might just I most of more more often than none I, I just pull up my phone I just watch it on my phone immediately mm-hmm. like whatever I'm like I just need to watch that scene that scene's incredible uh, that whole fight scene's great but man what a like this is a a really really good life lesson like that you can apply to your life today <laughs> like today right yeah, now that's that's one that'll preach for sure I think <laughs> I I think that especially the the idea of peace costing your strength you know um and especially like reflecting on the earlier in that movie you see that you know like batman's just held up like he hasn't been active for eight years yeah and then uh even commissioner gordon you know there's they're talking about him not being the commissioner you know with the next mayoral yeah. mayoral run yeah because he's a war hero and this is peacetime you know yeah. um and just the idea that the cops don't really know what to do anymore you know, throughout that whole movie, they, mm-hmm. you know, they don't really know how to handle this. Nobody knows how to handle a threat like this. Yeah. I, I think, you know, the peace, like literally within Gotham and for Batman uh, has, you know, cost them their strength and cost them their, their readiness for this kind of situation. And I, I think that idea of pride coming before the fall is, is huge. And I think that, I think that it's something that we've seen, you know, throughout history mm-hmm. that every time, you know, you know, we see like, not to not to get like crazy, but with Nazi Germany like trying to invade Russia, they ultimately failed because they were like, we can handle this, and then they got they froze their butts off. Yeah. Like, that was <laughs> that was how they lost. Yeah. You know, that was one of the ways they lost to Russia. So I agree completely. Yeah. Victory has defeated you. So good. I I I love that. I love that line. I love the lesson behind it, the truth behind it. I love that scene. Yeah, it's 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 really really good. So that's uh, that's my number three uh, life lesson. Again, it comes from the Dark Knight Rises, and the quote that Bane says is, "Peace has cost you your strength; victory has defeated you." Cody, what's your number four, man? My next one comes from the show Twenty Four. Okay. So if you haven't seen it, it's a great show. Uh, I I highly support you watching. How it. many seasons was that? I think eight? there was eight total. Eight? Uh, with that so if you're not familiar with 24 essentially every season represents one whole day of of these characters lives and it you know is filmed in real time so mm-hmm. it's really cool and you know it's a really kind of unique concept when they when they you know started the show there was a moment with my cousin Kayla uh that uh it was really funny because as they f- were finishing season seven she was like well it makes sense that they would they would stop here because now it's been a week <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just funny that bless her heart she didn't watch the show yeah like, in her defense but yeah. i was like no kayla like jack bauer hasn't just had one really bad week <laughs> that's not that's, that's, that's tough that's a really you're definitely yeah. taking off monday when you're both <laughs> exactly if that's like, your life just take a day you know <laughs> calm down jack bauer but uh this actually comes from season one of the show um and and you know the the what's alluded to before season one starts is that uh is that Jack Bauer, he he was undercover and, you know, he ultimately kind of, uh, he, he busted some some uh, fellow federal agents that mm-hmm. were uh, that were doing bad deals yeah. uh, and that were doing some, you know, part of some illegal activities. And so um, he's talking about that and he says, uh, you can look the other way once and it's no big deal. 
except it makes it easier for you to compromise the next time. And pretty soon that's all you're doing, compromising, because that's the way you think those, that's, uh, because that's the way you think things are done. And he says, you know, those guys I busted, you think they were bad guys? Uh, because they weren't, they weren't bad guys. They were just like you and me, except they compromised once. And so I think, you know, we see so often that Mm -hmm. if we, if we, you know, let off of any of our, our core values, you know, uh, right away, you know, or just, just once, if we say, well, it's okay if, if like this will do for now, it may not be excellent in this moment, but it'll do, you know, um, I think that it, it ultimately makes it easier every time to to say, well, no, this is okay because we did it before, you know, and and pretty soon it's that's you know like Jack says that's all we're doing, um, and and we're it becomes so easy to to decide against you know whatever action you know or whatever the best thing that we know um, because it's you know we've already compromised just that one time. Yeah, I think like um, like that's another quote, kind of like the previous one that I said. You can apply it to almost every possible area of your life. If you hey, if you <laughs> if you go to the gym and you just like you know what, instead of running and going and going hard for you know fifteen minutes, I'm just gonna do ten. Like, what's the big deal? It's just five yeah. minutes. I'm you know I'm not gonna. It's only like fifty calories. It's at not this a big point. deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I'll just I'll just cut it in ten. You know, cut it down to ten minutes. But eventually, that's gonna it's essentially you're gonna talk your way down to you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run for seven. It's mm-hmm. not that big of a deal. At least I'm running for seven minutes, you know. And and then you do that with at work, you do that with your relationships, and it's just like again that <laughs> it's so silly. Again, I, I keep on laughing throughout this whole episode. Maybe we're just kind of taking it too serious. Maybe maybe we are. Maybe we're not. But it's like we're really taking these things to <laughs> heart, and it really is. Again, it's silly, but I think I, there is truth there you know, to, to really, to see, hopefully, you know, and not miss. Yeah. There was, there was so many times like throughout school, I think of like throughout school where it's like, like, well, if, if I just copy, you know, if I just cheat on this one assignment, like like, this is a really hard assignment. I, you know, I need to, I need to get this good grade or I need, you know, I I need to pass this class. And so you copy that one assignment or even you just let somebody like you say, I know cheating's not okay, you know, or, you know, frowned upon, but you let it happen anyway. And then ultimately, you know, you see that, whether you get caught or whatever it is, you know, again, like you said, Andy, it comes up, I think, and I think it works in every realm of our lives, in relationships, if mm-hmm. you say, well, it doesn't matter that, you know, that we haven't really talked today, you know, or, you know, whatever it is, uh, you compromise once, and then pretty soon you're, you know, you're just compromising all the time. Yeah, man. So that's a good one. Again, that's from uh, 24. Yeah, and the, the, you know, to shorten it up, uh, it says, uh, you can look the other way once and you think it's no big deal, except you're compromising all the time. So uh, that's my fourth one. Andy, what's your fourth uh, life lesson? I love this life lesson so much. And again, it's actually Brad Pitt. This is Brad Pitt, man. If I ever meet the guy. He's a wise guy. <laughs> he has no idea. The, the no, he's, listen, he's listening. Bro. Yeah, you're right. He's listen, he does. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. He's going to call you Thank on you, your Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, this actually comes from Moneyball, which is a fantastic movie, in my opinion. Um, and the quote is this. It's, uh, it's Brad Pitt, and he's actually he's talking to Jonah Hill in the movie. And he says, would you rather get a bullet to the head 
or five to the chest and bleed to death. Uh, the now the scene that that where Brad Pitt says this, he's talking to Jonah Hill and he's saying, "Hey, eventually, you know, you're working with this baseball organization. Eventually, you're gonna have to get used to, or at least comfortable with the idea of uh, firing someone." And he's like, why would I have to fire someone? He's like, you just, you never know. You might have to fire, fire someone. And Brad Pitt's like, hey, let's just practice it. You know, let's just do it. And so he kind of, you know, he plays a role of a baseball player. Like, hey, what you called me to your office. was up? And so Jonah Hill's like, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we got to let you go, blah, blah, blah. And then, Brad, you know, Brad Pitt in this baseball player type role, he's like, what am I supposed to do? I just bought a house. My 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 kid, you know, just started school here. She's super excited. She's making friends. Mm-hmm. And then Jonah Hill just automatically starts rambling. Well, maybe uh, you could buy another house at your other place. And, and so Brad Pitt, like, he just kind of, like, like, stops the whole exercise. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then that's when he says this line. He goes, like, hey, they're baseball players. Just tell them straightforward what the situation is. And that's when he says... He asked Jonah Hill the question. And I just think the life lesson there is rather than trying to, um, you know, butter up the, the, you know, the hard truth or rather, rather than soften it up or, you know, rather than having to, you know, throw this in there to try, hopefully, like, you know, distract them from what you're really trying to say to them. Just just tell them right up front. Like, just just give them that truth. Just tell them what they need to hear right up front. And then. It, it's not as serious, but like in the comparison to getting shot, I'd rather take a shot, a bullet to the head and not five to the chest and bleed to death. Like yeah. that's, you know, so I'd rather it be done quick and pain, you know, quick and over. So I, I really appreciate that a lot. I've never actually seen this movie. It's I, a good movie, man. I believe you. I, <laughs> there's a reason that I have a podcast with you is because yeah. I trust your judgment with these things. Except you, in Cody. the case of maybe Fantastic Four, <laughs> Fantastic and maybe Four. this a certain greatest gladiator match in the history of the yes. world. But uh, I will say that you told me this quote uh, fairly recently, you know, because something was going on in my life, and yeah. and I it was like, like it really kind of like you know, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, there is truth to that. Yeah, because I was thinking, like you said, I want like I don't want to get shot and bleed out, like. <laughs> I've never, I've never had that happen to me per se. Yes, but like you know, like I've, I've definitely you know seen it happen in movies, and yes. it, it looks like the best way to go is, yes. uh, you know, is for it just to be kind one of an instantaneous, you know, uh, you know, one and yeah, like you said, one and done, and so yeah, I thought what and what's funny is like uh, the scene wraps up with Jonah Hill responding back to Brad Pitt by saying, "Is there an option where I don't get shot?" And like I just think that's like <laughs> I just think that's really good. Like I think that's really good humor in writing. Um, but yeah, that's my life lesson, man. I love it. Uh, so in life, it's just kind of you know those when it comes to those hard conversations or whatnot. It's just just say it, man. Just say the hard truth. And it's funny. Like I, I <laughs> what's funny is I don't know if you realize, Cody. Like sometimes when we're talking about the podcast, like for a while, uh, a few weeks ago we were having some technical difficulties and you mm-hmm. were, you just kept on, you know, you were telling me all the details of, okay, well, you know, I think the recording didn't work because of this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and you were just going, and so I kept on just going, Cody, what, do we need to re-record the episode? And you, were you like, just said, <laughs> I, just, I remember, I remember this, I remember this conversation because you were it was like, so here's the thing, here's the, th- here's the thing with this episode. And so I had, I think, we had recorded on like a Monday night. Yeah. And I woke up at like five in the morning, six Early. in the morning to, you know, to 
like mix it and you know and edit it, and and edit it as necessary and such and and add the you know add that cool banger that you hear up front every yes. time and so and then I call you <laughs> and it's like eight o'clock. I call you and I'm like, so this is what happened, you know, and then all of a sudden, and then I'm telling you, I'm explaining that like exactly kind of just, I wanted to make sure that we were seeing the same sky because we were, you know, unified and unity is important. Unity is important when you're doing a podcast. And so, and then you just say, Cody, what do we need to do? <laughs> and I, I, I didn't really, I was like, like, I kind of like, it was like, what are those? Like, I had, I had the phone next to my ear and I like, I like looked at it like what? like I was making sure making sure that it wasn't like you know yeah it says Andy Funis and then I think I don't I, I I don't know if I don't think I said it to you but you texted me after I think we were texting after and you said you said I'm sorry I was running late and yeah so that's why and I was like I almost said mind your tone <laughs> well it's great but like so again I was I knew Cody was trying and I. Uh, props and credit to Cody. He was working early that day to get the episode, you know, uploaded and just the way it needed to be. Uh, but he was telling me, "Well, maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do that. Maybe we can. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that." And in my head, in my head, I kind of just knew the only way that this was going to work out is if we just had to re-record it, you know, again. And so and I was just kind of waiting for him to get to that conclusion. So that's the whole time we're having that conversation. I was thinking of this line. I kid you not. I was thinking this line, like Cody has this bad news to tell me and he's just shooting me in the chest right now. <laughs> you're just, you're shooting me in the chest. I'm just bleeding out. Just t- shoot me once and just tell me, Andy, we got to re-record the episode. And that's what we did. We recorded we it. We re-recorded it. And I think that order was mistaken, restored. That was I, the Batman v Superman yeah, episode. That, yeah. So but it was. <laughs> anyway. I love you, Cody. I could I could tell in that moment when I had been up for four hours, and then you were just like, "Oh, I just just ate breakfast, you know. I'm running running a few minutes late to work, but you know, other than that, everything's fine." So that's my that's my life lesson number four. You clearly these life lessons really play a part in my life, uh, and that's uh, my number fourth uh, life lesson is from Moneyball. Would you rather uh, Would you rather get a bullet to the head or five to the chest and bleed out? Cody, what's your last one, man? My last one comes from Jurassic Park 3. Now, for all of you that want to check out just because I said Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> did you mean Jurassic Park? No, I did didn't you mean Jurassic, Jurassic World. Park. I didn't mean Jurassic World. There is a great one from Jurassic World. That I, let me mention it real quick just because oh, it's good. But it's, it's <laughs> Henry Wu says in Jurassic World, a monster is a relative term. Where uh, to a canary, a cat is a monster. We're just used to being the cat. That is some straight wisdom that oh Henry Wu drops. What's your quote from? But Jurassic my quote Park from my three. my actual top five life lesson number five from Jurassic Park three, which is a great movie. <laughs> I don't care what Oscar says. I don't know that Oscar doesn't like that movie. <laughs> I really don't. I'm so horrible. You accidentally shot fire, Oscar. <laughs> Oscar's gonna. He's gonna hate me forever. Uh, but uh, so there's a moment, you know, if you've seen Jurassic Park three, uh, where you know you you know that Billy, uh, Doctor Grant's assistant, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of his his protege. Yeah. He uh, he steals raptor eggs. Yeah. And uh, and he he's thinking that you know they can take them back to the mainland and they can sell them you know and and it would be able to help fund the dig you know and and help make them uh make the you know, the university and you know and their paleontology you know expeditions and and exploits you know uh it would help fund them and so yeah yeah, yeah. uh billy 
you know, as as it's as the revelation is being made that he stole these eggs, uh, he tells Dr. Grant, uh, he says, you have to believe me, this was a stupid decision, but I did it with the best intentions. And then Grant says, uh, with the best intentions, uh, some of the best thing, some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. And then he tells Billy that he's no better than the people that built this place, and it's really like a, like a mean kind of moment. But yeah. uh, the lesson there being that uh, you know sometimes we think that we're doing the right thing, uh, you know, and sometimes we think that our way is best, and and what we have planned is the is is exactly the way things ought to play out. Yeah. Uh, but you know that it's that's not always the case, and I think that we see that you know ultimately throughout all of throughout history, you know, yeah. th- that comes up. You know, where, I mean, like, I'm sure, you know, throughout many military operations, you know, as and even, you know, political, political situations and, and, you know, things of that, of that nature. Or even like in work, in your workplace, you're thinking, this is, I think this is the best thing to do. And mm-hmm. I think I'm coming from it, from, you know, from this side, from this approach. And it's like, wait a minute, that didn't work out well. Yeah. That just blew up in my face. Right. And now we're in a bigger mess or a bigger issue. Yeah. I, yeah, I completely agree. It 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 comes up, uh, you know, so so much. You think that you're doing the right thing, and you're not. What the way you, you know, you don't know best. Mother knows best. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! What I was gonna say with with this, I'm just gonna. I mean, I appreciate what you just quoted, but um, what I'm what I'm gonna say about this life lesson is, it sucks to be on this side of it sucks best, to be Billy. Yeah. Like, situation. and, and to be in a place where you really thought you really had the, the right intentions or you thought you did, you really believe that you had the, the good intentions and the right reasons. And then to see the outcome just be bad is, is, is really, that's really unfortunate. And so, um, I just, that gosh, that really just sucks a lot. Um, when you're just in that position of, you know, I didn't. I didn't mean for it to, for it to work out like this. I didn't mean for it to be like this. And when it kind of blows up in your face, it really just, it, it just sucks. But yeah, that's a great one, man. Yeah. So my last, my last top, my last lesson or life lesson rather, uh, is that some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Andy, what is your last top five life lesson? It's funny that we've gone this far with this episode and we haven't quoted a Disney movie or actually, I mean, you kind of just quoted, you quoted a Disney movie just now, but we haven't actually mentioned a Disney movie uh, with a life lesson um, until right now. This is going to be my, my last one comes from a, I think a very, very underrated Disney movie. And that is Meet the Robinsons. Never seen it. Exactly. That, uh, I'm sure most people have not seen it. Which In my is, defense, one of my favorite Disney movies is Emperor's New Groove. That's a good one, too. Entirely underrated. Another and, example of an underrated Disney movie. He's trying to lead you past the down. Anyway, I, mean, I just put <laughs> uh, you. Anyway, so what's the life lesson, Andy? The life lesson is kind of it's kind of <clears throat> cheesy, and it's all throughout the, the whole movie, but it's the idea of keep moving forward. Um the whole scenario of the movie deals with a boy um, who um, is looking for a home, so looking for a family to adopt him. Um, and he's he's really smart. He's an inventor. And so he knows that his mom 
um, essentially gave him up for adoption at a very, very, very young age when he was just an infant, just a baby. And so he's trying to create a machine um, to that you can like visualize your memories like on a TV screen. Like it's pretty cool. Like you hook up this helmet with like an antenna and then like it connects and it shows your memories on a TV screen. And so he's trying to go back to that day because he he know he's he knows that he he saw his mom mm-hmm. as a baby. And so he's like, if I can just remember what that you know what she looked like, I can know who she who you know what she looked like and find out who she is and try to find her. Yada yada. Um, but it's a really it's a such a it's a sweet movie. It's a very very loving movie. It's it has really good characters and really good jokes. Um, but the idea of just keep moving forward is throughout the whole movie of hey when you mess up or uh, if you uh, if something wrong happens just keep moving forward um, if you fail if something tragic happens in your life um, you know that's unfortunate but the idea of just keep moving forward and I just think in all of in all, our lives that's a truth that we need to kind of remember of hey you know kind of like forgetting what just you know what happened what's behind us and just moving forward pressing on on what's what's ahead and mm-hmm. um and the, what's funny is like throughout the whole movie the the quote is always keep moving forward and at the end of the movie you see that um that movie ends and there's like this uh, fairly long quote from Walt Disney and it's him that said um you know keep moving forward and like so there's this long quote of Walt Disney you know and in that long quote it's just these three words keep moving forward which was what was used in the movie and it's just so like no way like it's the way they tie it all together yeah it really is great and I'm a Disney fan like I love Disney and so it's even more touching than like to me and um so it's really really cool again if you haven't seen it I don't know if it's on Netflix. Um, it might be. I, I feel like it's in those Netflix, like the Disney movies that Netflix has. It's like a kind of uh, a random assortment of yeah. Disney movies, you know. And so this one might be one of those movies that isn't quote unquote a classic. So it might be on Netflix. So if it is, you definitely want to check it out. Um, but yeah, that's my last one. Keep moving forward from Meet the Robinsons. We do have some honorable mentions. Uh, the first one. Uh, that I have comes from at Vault Vongo on uh, on social media, uh, okay. and that is it's dangerous to go alone. Take this, the the life lesson coming from Zelda. Yes, uh, you know, and so it's dangerous to go alone. <laughs> that's it's pretty. I think that's wise. We were never meant to be alone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, my my honorable mention that I have uh, is from the Dark Knight, the first one. Uh, excuse me, the second of the uh, Dark Knight trilogy. And that is, uh, it's the, towards the end of the movie, Batman says to the Joker, what were you trying to prove that deep down inside, everyone's as ugly as you? And the idea there that, hey, like there's good in people, there's good in humanity. And e- even though we live in a, at times a crappy world and um, with pain and suffering, you know, there's still good in people. And, you know, don't don't forget that. So I, I really do appreciate that life lesson a lot. My last one uh, comes from The Last of Us, uh, which is a video game that I, I know and love very much. Uh, and it comes from Joel. He says, uh, I struggled for a long time with surviving. And no matter what, you keep finding something to fight for. There's, you know, kind of like you said, keep moving forward. There's always a reason to push on and mm-hmm. to, you know, and to strive forward. Uh, 
you always, you know, life finds a way, I guess, you know, yeah. uh, so to speak. So, uh, but that is our episode for Heroes and Top 5 Life Lessons. Uh, let us know what life lessons, uh, you know, you've learned from geek culture on social media. You can tell us on Twitter and Instagram at Heroes underscore and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Heroes and or email us at Heroes and podcast at gmail.com. We actually do have an email coming from Mikey. He says, hello, gentlemen. Love what you guys do. I have two things for you. Number one, thank you for suggesting Scott Snyder's Batman series. I am absolutely hooked and find myself flying through these. Pun intended. It's a bat joke, Andy. You get it? I get it. Uh, (laughs) I get it. (laughs) The story is great and the artwork is fantastic. Love it. Second, I have watched the Doctor Strange trailer a couple of times and have realized that I know nothing about him. LOL. Just out of curiosity, will you guys be doing a spotlight on him in times to come before the movie? His origin seems interesting and his powers seem pretty awesome. I will definitely be seeing this movie, but I would love to know more about him before he hits the screen. Once again, love what you guys do. Keep up the geek grind. Yeah, I, uh, Mikey, first off, so happy uh, that you're reading Batman. You're just here to spread the good news. Andy. I really, when you have good news, Cody. Good news is meant to be shared. You just share it. You make sure you share it. And I'm seriously, I'm glad you're enjoying Batman. And to answer your, your question about Doctor Strange, yes, we will drop a spotlight episode. Uh, more than likely, it will, be, it will drop as we get closer to the release of Doctor Strange. Uh, so just be on the lookout for that. But seriously, super excited that you love and you're reading that Batman. That Doctor Strange trailer is awesome. <laughs> also, I completely agree. He's one of the characters that I, I don't think many people know much about. You know, unless I you're don't a even diehard. know if I know. I got to do yeah. my, re- my own research. Yeah. I think. So, <laughs> we got to do research before we do the spotlight. Exactly. But, but I do remember play, you know, Ultimate Alliance. A lot of my comic book knowledge comes from Ultimate Alliance and uh He's pretty cool. He's this, uh, you know, this master magician, you know, yeah. kind of um, sorcerer. Sorcerer, and yeah. uh, I think it's pretty cool. I think they nailed his outfit. Yes, Despite, we will see. I think it works. <laughs> I know this isn't a this isn't a movie trailer reaction. So I think <laughs> it not. works because of uh, the training that he has. You know, coming from this, sure. you know, this Asian culture. Asian it one. might yeah, look yeah. out of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but so does Loki. Shakespeare yeah. in the park. Yes, you know. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I, but I, I think the trailer is going to be great. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the movie is going to be awesome. But again, thanks for uh, thanks to uh, Mikey for reaching out to us. Again, you can uh, reach out to us, uh, like Cody just said, Heroes and Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, just want to give you guys the comics that are coming out for April twentieth. We have uh, Action Comics number fifty one. Uh, that's part of the Super League uh, storyline. This is part number three. We also have Joyride issue number one. This comes from Boom Studios. This is a one of the indie uh, comic uh, book labels. Essentially, what you need to know, it's uh, space cowboys, uh, really space teenagers and cowboys. Like, it's that's all it is. Teenage Bunch of, mutant you know, space no, cowboys. No, no, no. Not mutants. Not mutants. Teenage, Teenage space cowboys. cowboys. There you go. <laughs> um, it's just a fun time, so I think that would be a good comic book for you guys to read. We also have Disney Kingdom's Haunted Man- Mansion number two. And then lastly, we have Extraordinary X-Men number nine. This is part of that Apocalypse uh, Wars um, storyline. So again, that's a tie-in for that storyline. If you're able to subscribe, rate, review, as well as share Heroes And with your geeky friends, we would appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes And. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And And we're out.
So I was out the other day with my mom, Martha. And what did you say? I was out the other day with my mom, Martha. Martha. That's my mom's name. Wait a minute. If your mom's name is Martha. Yes. And, and my mom's name is Martha. Do you want to be BFFs? Bad friends forever. <laughs>